What's for lunch? T-double-B-L-C. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Sausage. Brown bag, brown bag. The brown bag lunch. Welcome group. back, folks. Week five, the slate coming at you here. Go over the records for me. Get it out in front. Kurt's pit of misery. 26, 36, and two. I mean, you don't want to work yourself into a 10-game hole early in the season, but the good thing about it, the the glass half full view, there's a lot of games left to pick. There is. There's a lot of runway left to correct things, but a 10-game hole is still... It is daunting through four weeks. There's no it way to really. Can't, it cannot get any bigger, I don't think. I, I no, it can get bigger. I can't let it get bigger. Okay, I see. I see. If I want to have a shot, and you sitting at dead five hundred, making zero dollars, which is you know tie in Vegas, not bad. Thirty one, thirty one, and yeah. two. Pretty impressive for you. Let's hop into the games. I feel like I have a lot to say this week in terms of football because this was the first week i got to sit down and watch the majority of the games that's what i like to hear i'm excited to hear from you um do we want to so you want to go right through like this week's slate is that what you're saying yep all right so thursday night one of the best thursday night games outside of the first week that we've seen thus far uh la rams traveling to seattle uh rams favored by two and a half points is what i'm seeing on my end we don't trust seattle no. We've said it a million times. Short week. Not sure what the health of Chris Carson looks like. Rams had a, I don't want to call it a stinker last week, but sort of got it taken to them by Arizona, it felt like, yeah. a little bit there. Um, after an emotional win against Tampa. So I'm going back. I'm going to stick with the Rams this week on the road. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's really all there is to it. That's sort of where I'm at this week. I, I cannot trust Seattle. Um, and I'm a big Rams guy. I think they come back after last week and, and beat them. Are we getting, like, is this the time to get on the Seattle train? Are they going to go on a run here? Now that San Fran, you know, yeah. I watched the San Fran game. That Trey Lance kid stinks. Like, should not be an NFL quarterback, can't throw the ball. That so, team has no chance. I will be picking against San Fran for the majority of weeks upcoming. Okay. Even with that defense, the, they just I don't see them scoring points. The, it's its like a wildcat offense. It has to be like he's going to have to run all over people, and I yeah. think defenses will just be smarter than that, and they're going to try to contain him. Talk about like a long throwing motion. Holy Moses, that kid doesn't, doesn't get, get the ball out fast. No. I didn't see a second of the game for obvious reasons. Jason actually told me the same thing at work today. He said Lance struggled when he came in um looks horrible sort of, like you know when you you can tell like guys are just missing or something like barely over the head maybe a little nervous outside yeah. into the ground these weren't even close Drew. yeah i i heard a lot of the same i would have to agree with you um we'll see what happens there obviously a tight division yeah and that definitely hurt san fran but uh in terms of again the thursday night game I think this is the time to get on Seattle. I'm going to take Seattle two and a half here okay. at home. And it, it was nothing in that game that proved to me that they're, you know, a great team or anything. I just think the Rams think it's are one of those weeks. a little 
overrated. I think they're a solid team, but I don't think they're world beaters. Like they're going to go out and win every tough game. So I'll take Seattle in that one. Okay. An early split for us. You don't see those a lot of the time. No. We'll see what happens. Um, Next one, debatably the worst game of the week. Uh, Jets traveling to Atlanta. Um, Atlanta offense has looked actually okay the last couple weeks. Um, the emergence of Cadero Patterson is interesting. Um, again, I'm going to take the Falcons. I know the Jets sort of, you know, skewered us last week with that Titans pick. Yeah. Um, I, I do not expect the Jets I to travel felt to that Atlanta. one out of the Survivor League. That one stung. I talked about it on the pod. I, I told you we I was did. We talked you know, about it for very apprehensive about taking the Tennessee Titans there for some reason. It just felt like a game they were going to lose. Uh, I should have went back to my old adage of, do they seem like a three and one team? No, they, they didn't. So the two and two team made sense. And Mike Vrabel, I wouldn't put him on tier a of my, these coaches stink, Mike Zimmer and Mike McCarthy. He's tier B after watching that game last week, it was a pathetic display, not getting offensive play calls in, in the fourth quarter and OT in enough time where they're taking delay games. That's how I they ended up missing the OT field goal is I they took a delay game penalty, backed them up five yards and cost them the game. Now a tie wasn't going to get us through in the survivor anyways, from the rules yeah. I learned. Yeah. Um, but still horrible, horrible coach game. You lose to the New York jets. That's just terrible. Yeah. It, it, it's inexcusable. Uh, the jets are, quite literally that bad and i i've sort of been a closet fan of atlanta sort of low-key rooting for atlanta so i'm going to take yeah. the falcons at home i'll, I'll make um, it easy here i i like <laughs> the falcons in this one and i like it to be kind of a an easy win here i yeah. just think their offense has been clicking the past really like what three weeks or something like that and in atlanta but then you got to look at, they just keep losing games in dramatic fashion, like last week versus Washington football team. Yeah. But Washington football team, a much better team. They've already played Tampa as well. Yeah. Uh, kind of semi-competitive for three quarters. I'll take Atlanta at minus three. Beautiful. I got to talk about the Tennessee Titans a little more. Can we jump to that game? Sure. That one is... So Titans traveling to Jacksonville. I Titans are favored by four. I'll start with that. I took the Jag. I'm taking the Jaguars at home. They showed me a good amount against Cincinnati last week in primetime on Thursday night. The offense looked good. Trevor Lawrence looked like he was starting to gain some confidence. They were loading James Robinson up with carries. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean, I almost just lost my train of thought. You're, but you're taking the I'm, Jags. Is what it I'm just taking like. the Jags, yeah. And the Titans are one of those teams where, similar to the Seahawks a couple weeks ago, like, you know, it's like you touch a hot pan. You ain't going to touch it again. You're going to land. <laughs> and I'm not touching the hot pan that the Titans are again. I'm not doing it. I'm taking the Jags. I like the way they look last week. I think they – Here's the question, though. Is Urban, Urban going to be at the game? Oh, that's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. Is that going to factor into the game for you? I kind of didn't think about that. <laughs> what a Big factor. Is. I mean, that's all, 
all the hype I this think week coming in. By the time so what's what's today? Wednesday night. Locker the locker room, the players are saying, you know, he's getting laughed out of out of team meetings and stuff. Yeah. That, I, I, that's not good. Here's my thought. All of the hoopla that's happened, it's Wednesday. By the time Sunday rolls around, if Urban is still the coach, I think you throw it all out the window. They got a football game to play. Do you think they got a better chance to win without him? Say he gets fired tomorrow, Thursday morning. Does that focus them up? And like, you know, the, I don't know, yeah, QB maybe coach or defensive coordinator takes yeah, over. Yes. So we're calling for Urban Meyer to be fired tomorrow to give the Jags a better chance. Yes. Okay. Sure. I just want to talk about Ryan Tannehill a little here as well. Oh, oh, my oh, pen boy. just went straight into my water cup. That what? is miserable. I no, I think I'm still gonna drink it though. I don't think yeah, I need little ink never hurt nobody. Ryan Tannehill proved to me that he is not a good quarterback against the Jets. He proved this, and I know people give him the out. You know, he didn't have his top two wide receivers and all this yeah. nonsense. It was full panic mode. He didn't hit open receivers when they were open, and if it weren't for Derrick Henry, they might have got beat by. 20 points against the Jets, which is just insane to think about. With that said, and Mike Vrabel being the coach, I will not pick them in maybe any game the rest of the year for <laughs> what I witnessed and how they Are wronged me. me. So I will also be taking the Jaguars at plus four. Let's just hope they keep it to a field goal. That's a win. That's a win. That's all you need. I think the Jaguars win that game. I think they showed you a lot last week. Next up. Next up, New England Patriots traveling to Houston to play the Texans. Patriots on the road, favored by eight and a half. That's you know who I'm taking here. I'm taking the Pats. I think last week showed me something. It sucks to not have Gilmore, obviously, for the rest of the year. Um, hasn't played a single snap this season, so that doesn't matter as much, but I'm just throwing it out there. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Pats. Eight and a half seems so high. I know, and yeah. I know Houston's gotten pumped the past two weeks because they've, they've had been, uh, is Davis, it Mills. Davis Mills in yeah, as the backup. Good. And I know Tyrod's not coming back. I actually looked that up yesterday. Yeah. So I think you got to take, they're just not, you think the Houston Texans are not going to score against the Pats D. So I'm going to take the Pats reluctantly. I, but okay. I think they can hold on by 10, you know? And Drew, if they lose this game. Who? The Patriots? The, the Patriots. Not an option. That's simply not an option. I think you have to, you have to denounce their <laughs> capability to get to seven wins this year if they lose this game. I would agree. Okay. This is a swing game. This is what you call a swing game. This is a game, if you're the Patriots, you have to win. You're the I think team. you have to win it by a lot, too. You have to prove a point. Exactly. You can't, you, you can't, can't squeak this one out by three and then no, you roll to into Dallas. You certainly have to cover. Yeah. And then roll yeah. into Dallas the following week and expect to compete with that team. Yeah. That's a one in five start. That's a, that's the team. old Texas swing right there. I know they're coming back to Foxborough against Dallas, but a couple of Texas teams. Yep. All right. Um, next up. That was easy. Simple. Easy. Uh, I, I got to add on to the Pats because we had quite the okay. heated discussion in the group chat. Let me take a sip of water. I'll let you go first. I don't want to go first. Okay. I'm like, I've, I don't have much to say. 
I got my sip in. Um, I think the one thing I'll say, the one thing I will say is I told everybody all week, including you, that they would cover. I told you guys that it would be close and that they would show something in prime time. And that's what they did at the end of the day. And I'll leave it at that. I think the defense showed something. 100%. Played I don't think the offense still didn't show me much. And I know Matt I think, looked, he looked better in what he had, like 275-ish, 280. Uh, throwing. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just like you have to put up more than 17 points if you're going to win a game in the NFL. I would agree. No matter who you play, which is what gets me upset when people get very excited and say like, you know, that proved to me they're going to be a playoff team, playoff contender, make a run type of deal. That didn't prove anything to me offensively that they have a capability to beat good teams. 17 points against the Bucks defense, I know their pass rush is okay, <laughs> but like their secondary was riddled with injuries. And yes. like we saw against Atlanta uh, and, and other teams, uh, the LA Rams, the, the week prior, yep. they get absolutely lit up if you, if granted, you if you give your quarterback a little time, yep. which I don't think the Pats line is capable of doing. No, it was not. So I, I looked at the schedule, Drew. Okay. I went through the Pats schedule and yep. – I cannot see them getting more than seven or eight wins without some just crazy changes in offensive capability or, you know, coaching somehow putting us over the edge two, three games somewhere along the line. And I, I can't disagree with you more about the field goal in that absolute slop with Nick Folk, I would like to, I didn't pull up the stat and I should have, and maybe I'll yep. get it by the end of the show. What's the last time Nick Folk hit over a 55 yarder or maybe what are his career stats of 55 plus? Oh, I'm getting some, some feedback on this image right here. Visually, visually. Yes. I mean, agree to disagree again. We've been through it. I don't want to you know, get too caught up on last week's game. Um, I think if you have an opportunity to take the points and take the lead, you do. Uh, obviously it's unfortunate the weather the distance um you know six inches to the right and he probably that probably falls but it is what it is i trust belichick in that situation i trust nick folk to do his job and kind of just mess so it's what it is i think the the one thing that would the, the thing that i just like the, the other more, thing is the fourth it's fourth and three that's like they were they had momentum going on their side at that point you the know the thing that hurts me even more is if they go for it and, you know, it's a tip ball, incomplete pass, you know, something like that. Then you don't even really, you, you don't but even I think really Ken's give had a good point. a chance to Ken, take the lead. Ken's had a good point where you don't even think about the field goal if they go for it, because then it's almost as like the coach or whoever is making that decision is saying he didn't have the leg in that type of weather, which what would you put that percentage wise as a make percentage? Cause I, with that weather and that distance, and then you factor in Nick folks been great, but like, as far as a long distance kicker, I got to look up the stats. I would say it's gotta be less than 5% or of a make percentage. Whereas a fourth and three, I compare it to like the goal line situation when Pittsburgh was going for two every single time, like yeah. four years ago. Yeah. I think they ended up the season, like, 37 40% somewhere in there. So I think statistically it would have made a little more sense to try to get the fourth and three mm-hmm. 
and I factor in the take away some clock as well on the back end. If you don't factor that in, that's fine. Uh, but percentage-wise, it just didn't make sense to me to kick a field goal. Okay. No, that's a fair explanation. Um, they lost either way. There's nothing we can do about it. They Stephon Gilmore seems Gilmore's to gone. be more than a sixth-round pick to me. Yeah, I mean, they had no leverage. He was going to be gone at four. There's not much. They should have traded him last year at the beginning of the year because you yeah. know you're not going anywhere with Cam last year. Get rid of him and try to get a second even. So they kind of waited a little bit too long and then shot themselves in the foot. It sucks, but I'd rather get a six than nothing, I guess. It is what it is. JC Jackson is going to get paid. Um, I don't love the idea of a a Jalen Mills, Jonathan Jones being the cornerback too, but they look good last week and we'll see what happens. All right, let's move on from the Pats game here. Speaking Uh, of the Bucs, Miami traveling to Tampa Bay next week. Tampa favored by 10. they continue not to cover in their in their games, Tampa. They do, but this is one where I think they absolutely blow the doors off of Miami. I don't see like is it Jacoby still? I mean, it doesn't really matter to me. I think had Miami do last week. Who'd they play? Uh, That's I didn't watch that game, I'll tell you that much. They played, I'll look it up right now for you. Uh ten points. Ten points. That's too many. That's not too many. I think it I think I'm gonna stick with the Bucks here. I think last week was a big week for them to just pull out a win no matter how they did it. Yeah. They had Gronk was out. I know he's still gonna be out, but big factor for their red zone offense because they did get into the red zone quite often versus the past D and kind of just settle for some field goals. They'll be better at home probably in the red zone and in some decent weather. Yeah. For that reason, I'll go with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Colts beat the Dolphins by 10 last week. That That's makes you feel good. That makes, makes you feel, you feel good. good. I'm yeah. taking the Bucs as well. I don't think it will be particularly close. Like you said, at home, offense gets back on track, dry, warm weather. Uh, I think it's more than 10, definitely. Okay. Um, and then let me kind of jump here. We have... My, no, I just did that one. Green Bay traveling to Cincinnati. Uh, Bengals. Gritty win last week in prime time on Thursday. Did not cover. Um, Green Bay favored by three on the road going to Cincinnati. I'm taking the Packers. No mix in for the Bengals. Potentially no T. Higgins for the Bengals. Um, yep. I don't know. I think that's just one of those games where Aaron Rodgers probably – I mean, a field goal, I, I don't see the – I see the Packers winning by more than a field goal is basically the way that I look at this, regardless of where the game is being played. Yeah, that's – Also, that's, may I – That's my lock of the week. Um, I know I we're out Jaylen, of our survivor. Jalen Smith from the Cowboys yep. uh, is now – is signing with the Bengals today, assuming yep. he probably – I mean, not the Bengals. The I'm an idiot. Jalen Smith is signing with the Packers, signed there today, Wednesday – Assuming he probably suits up on Sunday, that's a huge edge for that's a huge improvement for their defense. I don't even think it matters, but just something to note. I'm taking the Packers. Yeah, Packers are kind of getting on a roll here, rolling through their easier side of the schedule. That's uh, an easy one. That's too low. It's too low for an Aaron Rodgers led Green Bay Packers for a spread minus three against the Bengals with injury factors on the other side of the offensive. Uh, yeah offensive side of the ball 
All right. Let's move on to the next. Detroit uh, Trout. Oh. Philly, Carolina. Ooh, you're jumping around on me. Philly, Carolina. Three and a half is the spread. Carolina oh, Panthers are favored by three and a half. This one's simple for me. Carolina's been hot. I'm not hopping off the train. No, I'm thinking Arizona. Ugh. That's tough. But I'm Carolina has been a What's Carolina's record? I feel like they have been They're hot. good. They're yeah. really good this year. Three and one? And they just got Stefan Gilmore. They're going to be – yeah, I think they're three and one. Darnold's been amazing. DJ Moore's been amazing. Yeah. Their defenses look really good. They're, All that they're, good, said, they're a good and, football team. And you just said you're going Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. This is one of my weird ones of the week where – Is that water, water like finds its level type of deal? Maybe a little bit, yeah. Uh, sort of one of those where uh, Carolina comes back to earth in a game they probably should win. And the Eagles have not been playing great football uh, really all around. Yeah. Haven't really impressed me much whatsoever. And I think maybe they get back on track this week. I'm a Sam Darnold believer. I wanted the Pats to get him uh, before they got Mac Jones in the draft. Yep. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he died with the New York Jets for (laughs) a couple of years. And I am going to trust in Carolina on that one. All right. Um, jumping back to another one o'clock. Detroit traveling to Minnesota. Minnesota five, favored by eight and a half. This is a weird one because I've been sort divisional. of pushing divisional game. I've been pushing Detroit the last couple of weeks, saying they're they're a gritty team. But you love Minnesota. But Minnesota is my team. Like I I love 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 Minnesota. I don't know why I just do. Um, I'm taking Minnesota at home. I think they win by something like 13 or 14 points, a couple touchdowns. I don't think Detroit's defense is very good at all. Don't think they'll be able to stop Dalvin Cook, Thielen, Jefferson. Uh, and I don't think their offense will be able to keep up with them either. So taking the, the Vikings to win by more than eight and a half at home. Okay. I'm trying to look back on how you did with Minnesota. I think you have an under 500 record picking them. I, pro- I, I can see that being the case. This is a, is a I hate Mike Zimmer. I will pick the Detroit Lions. Uh, divisional game. Yep. Detroit needs another win. They don't have a win, I don't think. Oh, no, wait. No, they don't oh, have a win. No, they, they got Justin Tucker on that field goal. And then last week they got swacked by, by the Bears. Fields. Yeah. By the Bears. Uh, I just enough. think Kirk Cousins stinks. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings are not good. And Mike Zimmer should have been fired four years ago. I'm going to take the Detroit Lions. I'm going to root for them to get their first win then. All right. I, they don't even need to get a win. Just stay within a touchdown. Yeah, they just need. <laughs> exactly. Next up, we got the New Orleans Saints against the Washington football team. Washington underdogs at home plus two. This is a weird one to me, Kurt. I have I don't know what to do here. The Saints are frauds. They proved it to us last week. Yep. But also the Washington football team is off to one of the worst starts I've ever seen. But they got Curtis Samuel back on offense. It's just a weird this is a one weird, of the worst starts. Like they've been really like defensively really, really bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, gonna say record wise, like, they're what, two and two? I think they 
something around there. I don't know what the record is, but I know their defense has been really bad. Their defense has let up a lot of points and they weren't expected to. That's what I know. Yep. Um, with that said, this is one of those ones where I beat the shit out of every team and then I pick them. I'm picking the Washington football team at home to beat the Saints. Um, that's really all I have. I, the Saints are frauds. They are complete frauds. They proved it to me last week. And this might be the week where you see Chase Young and that defense start to eat. The addition of Curtis Samuel to that offense might add a new layer of, you know, just an added weapon there. Someone you got to keep an eye on. Um, don't think much of Heineke, but they have a lot of weapons around him. I'm taking Washington football team. I'm a Heineke fan. Uh, that was exhilarating kind of to watch the final minutes of that game versus Atlanta last week. You know, my feelings towards Jameis, I, I think I the, the 148 yards a game, <laughs> what did he have last week? I, I didn't even look up the stat line. Take a look at that and see if he's gotten oh, wow. over. Well, like if he got if over he's the gotten, 200 mark, gotten over the 200 mark any of these weeks. Uh, but I think the saints that's, it, it's so tough because the saints defense is good. 226 in a tutty. The saints defense is good, but they're, they are offense is just is not. sometimes abysmal depending on yes. the day, depending on the day. Yeah. <sighs> Tough. It's a really weird one. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a coin flip. With I think you take the home weeks. team less than a field goal. Washington's going to put up points. Yeah, I'll go with Heineke just out of a rooting case. Yeah. I have no idea what to do with this game. Uh, yeah. I don't know what to think about the Saints week to week. I don't know what one's going to show up. I have zero pulse on them whatsoever. I don't exactly. It's a coin flip to me, truly. Um, Last one o'clock, I believe here. Yep. Wrap it up for us. We got Denver Broncos at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers are favored by one. <laughs> I'm assuming this line is because Teddy B is not playing, uh, and they got Drew Locke in the game. Is that true? I didn't even know Teddy B got hurt. I didn't watch a single game last week. Unless they just took Teddy B out last week, uh, Drew Locke was finishing that game out. So I just kind of assumed Let me look. that Teddy B got hurt. I'm giving you a pulse check right now on him. I think they kind of give the, the Broncos the same chance. Teddy B definitely a little better. Yeah, he has a concussion. Didn't practice at all today. Okay. So it's going to be a game-time decision, but it looks like Drew Pittsburgh's got to win this game if they – have any shot it's gonna be i agree the hungry dog this is a pure denver on the road not a backup qb but not your starter like throws like three packs yeah i can see him, I can see him wrapping this game up then again big ben big ben could throw three himself big ben sucks they got i can't believe they brought him back for another year it's absolutely He's bad. Pathetic. He's bad. He is a liability to that offense. He's I mean, weird. if you haven't watched the football for the past three years, then you'd bring him back. But if you have, you'd say that is one of the worst management decisions you've ever seen. They would have been better off sticking with Mason Rudolph. Um, I don't get that decision whatsoever, but I still will take the Pittsburgh Steelers in this one. Me at too. minus one. I'm going to take them too. Same thing. I, even if Teddy was to play Pittsburgh at home, I regardless of 
the Big Ben situation and how they've been playing, I think they're they have an advantage at home with that defense. So I'm taking Pittsburgh. All right. Now let's get on to the four the afternoon games. Uh, Bears traveling to Las Vegas. This is an interesting one to me. I've been riding Las Vegas. I jumped off last week at what seemed to be the right time, and it was. Yep. Um, they're back at home this week against Justin Fields, who is a uh, brand-new quarterback, starting quarterback as of this week. He's one good week, one bad week. One good week, one bad week. He's been in and out. It's sort of been – it's it, it's been handled very poorly in Chicago. First week as the name starter from Matt yes. Nagy. First, first team reps, all that jazz. Um, Vegas, fa- uh, Vegas favored by five. I'm taking the Las Vegas Raiders. Right back I, on the train. We're going to jump right back in this week. Um, I, I do. I love them as a team. I think defensively, they struggled last week. They lost two of their, uh, their defensive backs late in that game, and that kind of um, – that did not bode well for them down the stretch. The Bears are a suspect team. I know they yep. won last week and sort of surprised us a little bit. Against Detroit. But I think on the road in Las Vegas, that crowd's going to be going ape shit. Yep. Um, I'm picking Vegas to win by more than five. I like a little bounce back from John Gruden and the Raiders here as well. And I like it because of what we saw in that second half push uh, where yep. they gave the Chargers a little scare there and, and us a little scare as well as yeah. we – we called them deceased at the half at the half we did and then it we waller catches that touchdown and we start sweating a little bit but that was a i I would agree completely there all right uh next up we got the cleveland browns versus the la chargers these are two of the teams that i i feel like i pick every single week so it's a tough one for me yep i loved what i saw from the la chargers defense last week on the flip side, I love what I saw from the Cleveland Browns defense as well, but I don't trust it as much because it was Kirk Cousins. And they were in Minnesota, but I, I'm just such an, I don't know how to, not ill believer, non-believer in the Minnesota Vikings that I can't trust any result with them in it. Yeah, that's fair. The Browns have been hot. I think this is where I get on the Chargers train, though, and start to go to work. I'm going to take the L.A. Chargers at home, minus two here. Same thing. I think... um, I don't love that. I feel like I wanted you to go Cleveland there for some reason. No, I I think this... I'm thinking the same thing that you are. I think the Chargers offense is starting... is at the very beginning stages of just an absolute yep. explosion with Justin much Tiger. better quarterback. If you watched any bit of the Cleveland game, that game should have been over long before it was Baker missed some wide open guys on crucial third downs that could end the game. Uh, and you know, Herbert is proven week in, week out kind of that he's the guy. He's a stud. I love their offense. Like you said, their defense showed some grit and sandpaper there to close that game out. Austin Eckler. At home, too, I'm taking the Chargers. He killed you, too, Austin Eckler. Killed you last week in fantasy. He did in our league. He did. I believe he, 30, 32 points. He just kept, he you just know, kept eking in out of the wheel routes and into the end zone. He It was close going into that game. It was. It was. And you had uh, the the tight end for the Chargers. Jared Cook, yeah. Yeah. 
and he made he a did, close. He, he, gave, he a gave you a run for his money. Yeah, but obviously so, Eckler just exploded. Hey, Eckler was injured <clears throat> in the second play of the game or something like that too. He came up limping a little, like he had oh a hammy. God. I was sweating, and he, he was dying. in two plays later, and I was like, "Thank God." Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a close one. All right, on to the next year at at the four thirty, four twenty ish games. Yeah, New York Giants at Dallas Cowboys. This screams divisional. This screams the New York Giants mm-hmm. somehow covering down in Dallas. Yeah. Dallas putting up an absolute stinker. Uh, what do you got? I'm, I literally <clears throat> took the words right out of my mouth. I, I wrote down Dallas and I deleted it and said, no, no, no. This is seven points. This screen, like you said, gritty, low scoring divisional matchup. The Giants maybe lose by, you know, by six, by four. I think the Cowboys win the game, but I absolutely think the Giants cover because I think it'll be relatively low scoring and maybe they jam in like a, a touchdown, like a garbage time Teddy late. Um, but I, I completely agree with you. I don't know what way you're going to go yet, but the explanation that you initially provided uh, is right on brand with sort of my, my thought process here with the Giants. Yeah, and the only thing that gives me caution to picking the Giants, which I am taking them at plus seven here, is the fact they – got that first W last week against uh, the Saints and, and pulled yeah. off a great comeback. So you could have a little bit of a letdown here traveling to Dallas. I don't think that's going to happen. I sneakily kind of like their defense. I don't know why the, the stats don't justify it. You know, they've let, not, they've let up 27 to the Broncos and, and 30 to the Washington football team. But for some reason, I like the New York Giants here. And honestly, I think I like them to win. I think this is wow. okay. huge letdown game for Dallas. And then they might get angry the following week and absolutely torch the pass. <laughs> I, I like the Giants to cover. I don't like them to win, but I like them to cover. We'll see what happens. But I, I think we're on the same page here. I sort of felt the same way when I read the, that matchup. Something about the Giants' defense – makes me think that they can be they're good like they're stops. good but it, it makes but no they don't sense. really get stops it's weird but i feel i i see what you mean yeah um last four o'clock game latest one 425 this this one shouldn't be as easy as it is but again we talked about the absence of trey lance um san fran traveling to arizona absence of jimmy a uh, jimmy Garoppolo. sorry with, with uh trey lance coming in apologies uh yep. 49ers traveling to arizona Arizona play favored by five and a half points. I'm taking the Cardinals at home. Uh, Trey Lance first like full complete start this week in a hostile environment against a team that is on an absolute tear offensively and defensively has showed up and showed out over the first four weeks. I'm taking the Cardinals uh, minus five and a half. And Jimmy G, I'm looking at it right now. Questionable calf did not practice Wednesday today. Um, quarterback's injury has improved. He's not ready to rule him out yet. If he goes, it's a different game, but I think what's going to happen is Trey Lance is going to end up making his first NFL start. And honestly, either way, I think Arizona is the hottest team in the NFL right now. Hottest offense. I'll go with Arizona here. And if it's, I, I did say green Bay was the lock. I believe earlier, this is the lock if Trey Lance starts that game. They got I would agree. 
absolutely no shot from what I witnessed last week. Uh, they'd have to do a massive overhaul of that offense to run some sort of. They'd have to run the ball 40 times. A la like, you know, Kaepernick slash Lamar type of offense where he is very seldom throwing the ball and using his legs a lot more. Yep. All that said, Zona by 14 here. I, I'm right around there. I would agree. Let's get on to the night game here. Buffalo at KC. What a great Sunday night game Fantastic that we got. Sunday night game. Fantastic. I like you hammering it off. the bills. Hammering the bills. I hate the Chiefs. The Chiefs at home. That place is going to be going absolutely bonkers. Chiefs favored by two. Arrowhead, one of the loudest stadiums in Arrowhead, the NFL. One of, if not the loudest stadium in the year NFL in, in prime time. Year out. October, early October. That Ooh. place is going to be absolutely going apeshit. I would like a little 50 degrees in that game. Get a little, get a little breath on, on camera. That would be beautiful from the O-lineman. Uh, don't really give a shit, though. I'm going to be honest. Bills absolutely pumped the Texans last week. They, are, they look outstanding. Josh Allen looks outstanding. Uh, both running backs look like they can be effective. Uh, the tight end there, Dawson Knox, is starting to get involved in the red zone, which is a problem for defenses, especially when you have yeah. to worry about uh, Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, and Cole Beasley coming out of the um, coming off the line as well. So that's one where I'm taking the Bills on the road to, I guess you could say, upset the Chiefs at home. Even though it's two and a half, it's still, I think the Chiefs should win that game. But I, I think, think that line is going to come down lower uh, as you get to the game. I think you're going to see a one point spread because I think a lot of the money is going to be going towards Buffalo from what we've seen from the Chiefs this year. Uh, yep. Their defense is not good. They're yeah. going to rely on their offense to score 30-plus. Buffalo's defense, somewhat good. I won't say, defense. you know, outstanding. We have just haven't seen enough of a sample size as they, you know, let up a bunch to Pittsburgh, and they absolutely stink. But I'll go with Buffalo here as well. We'll take Josh Allen. I think they're overall just a better football team than the, Buff uh, than the Kansas City Chiefs. So... I'll take the points there, and I think they win the game outright. Yep, I would agree. Um, last game. Last game. This is it. And this, this screams upset to me, by the way. Okay. Colts, Colts traveling to Baltimore. Colts got their first win last week. Yep. Getting a little bit of confidence there. Again, traveling to Baltimore. Baltimore favored by six and a half. Not only am I picking the Colts to cover, I'm picking them to win on the road on Monday night. Carson Wentz. Wow. And the Colts. Yep. Wow. That's my upset of the week. Moneyline, you'd be getting plus 250 on that bad boy. I, I don't know. I, something about it screams trap game for the Ravens at home. And prime and we time. thought it was last week. We thought it might have been in Denver. We did. We thought. I, you oh, did. no, actually, we didn't. We both picked Baltimore, but we talked about it possibly being a trap game. We talked about potentially game. being a trap game. It was not at all. Because of the Denver fraudulence of who they yeah. played. But well, you Teddy said the Denver out with the concussion. Lamar. Teddy out with the concussion. It didn't give him much of a chance. No. All that, I'm taking Baltimore. They okay. continue to treat me well. And I think year in and year out, they've proven to be the one of the best regular season teams yeah. for the past three years now. So yeah. I don't see any reason not to take them over Indy here. Other than in the beauty of it is it's six and a half. So if they hold on by the touchdown, you cover on that one. That's a huge half a point, I think. But that's it. 
I need, Drew, I need a 10, a 10, five and one week. I think we get one push out of it this week. I'm going to cut that deficit. I'm going to cut that 10 game deficit right in half. 10, five and one is huge for you. I, part of me thinks, I mean, it's weird because there's a couple games here with bigger spreads that could go either way, but there's also a ton of sort of coin flip games where really you, you, you just have to sit there and pray. It's, it's going to be close. 12 games. We picked the same. Okay. We could have a great week. 12 out of 16. We picked the same. Okay. So four are flip flops. But if we win the majority of those games right We're gonna there, both be in good shape. somebody's going to have a massive week. Yeah. Because then you got four other games that somebody's going to win. Unless somebody's going to have to win them. Somebody's going to have to win them. I like that. Okay. Any parlays here looking at the board that you like right off the bat? I'm going to yep. tell you that Zona is going to be there for me. Mm-hmm. What was the other one I liked? Green Bay is going to be there for me. Yep. And then this is where it gets tough, picking that third one. Always. It's got to be Vegas. I think I have to take Vegas against the Bears. The Bears are not that good. It was Detroit no. last week, people. It was Detroit. Yeah, people need to relax. My Mine is going to be Green Bay. Okay. Vegas. Yep. And the LA Chargers. LA Chargers. Okay. Green Cleveland Browns. That's a, that's just a tough one. I think LA. The way LA played last week, I feel like they could just blow the doors off them. Okay, I like that. So At home. I don't know. Vegas Chargers and Green Bay. Yep. Wonderful. We got a little. A little differentiation there. A little mixing got, and a little matching. I got Zona. He's got the Chargers on the back end of that one and in those 4 o'clock slate games. That'll do it for us this week here at TWBLC, the slate week five. Godspeed and good luck with your boards. Good luck. Pat from last year playing us out. What's for lunch? TWBLC. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Sazits. Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Crew.